Welcome back to I'm Trying the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels. And today we have a very special repeat guest. She's been on, has to be four, maybe five times now, the one and only Nikki Janky. And in past episodes, we have discussed just like insane health struggles and healing journeys and microdosing and bits of energy work and body image and all these things. And now, as per usual, we are both in whole new seasons of life shifting in so many ways. And I'm so excited to talk all things Reiki and energy and soul and all things woo and out there and just get into it. So thank you for being here, Nikki. And yeah, just can't wait to talk with you. Oh my God. I'm so excited to be back. And me and Emily were talking before and we're like, we, every time that me and Emily have spoken, we have been just completely different iterations of ourselves. And so it's so cool to just kind of like go along this journey together, even if we're not talking all the time, but it's like, I see you growing. And on the side, I'm like, go Emily. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so crazy to just see how far we've come since we've even met each other. Well, like four years now that we've known each other. so many iterations and always just like seeing bits and pieces here through social media same thing just like cheering each other on just like going through it in such similar patterns yet unique in our own way so I'm so excited because I feel like as of recently last we talked I think you had already gotten your Reiki certification or you were just finishing it but I feel like you were just on a whole new level right now and so when was the like massive shift? Like when did things really, truly you realize like, whoa, there's no going back from this. Like Nikki 2.0 has been unlocked. (laughs) So actually there's so many things. So one, I've been kind of into human design, like a little diving deeper. I've always been into it, but I'm like, I kind of really want to know my chart and something that was really validating for me and almost like a permission, permission slip was seeing that I'm like meant to transform over and over and over again like and we all are at the end of the day like none of us are supposed to remain stagnant or anything like that so anyways that was like a huge permission slip for me but to get to the place where i am now i i can't even just say that it's one thing you know because i was just in a deep dark depression and a complete unalignment with myself. So it wasn't just one thing, like me going all in with this work was the breadcrumbs along the way throughout my entire life leading me to this point, right? Like it was the shit I grew up with, which we all grew up with, the pain, shame, and the programming. It was the feeling of being disconnected from myself in high school and feeling that then, but not even being able to put words to that internal disconnect I was feeling. And then it was putting on the mask through nursing school. And then it was the eating disorder. And then realizing that it was less of an eating disorder and more of a suppression of so many big emotions and a suppression of my authenticity and having no capacity to understand how to hold space for myself when I was going through that. And then it was getting sick, you know, chronically ill. That was a really big turning point for me because after that, getting sick and like not doing like food recipes anymore and what I was, how I was showing up before, which was also a mask, right? And so it just led to this big like mind fuck awakening of, wow, I really don't feel connected to myself. I feel something is missing. And it really led me into a deep, dark, depressive state for a long time. I felt like such a freaking stranger in my mind and my body. And that is such a scary, hard place to be. And that's how I was this year or not this year, last year at this exact time. I mean, it's crazy to see even how far I've come since then. And it was almost a year ago now that 
I went to a plant medicine retreat and I happened to stumble upon this retreat literally three days before it was happening. And I booked it that night. I felt so intuitively, I'm like, I need to go on this plant medicine retreat. I jumped on a flight and as big and dramatic as it sounds, a part of me died there. And I use big words because I mean big words. And, um, you know, before I even went to that retreat, like I was, I was investing in my own Reiki practitioners and energy healers and all of those things. And just even looking back at my life, I had so many people telling me like, you should be an energy healer, like years before, or like, you should do Reiki. And I was like, I don't, I did not have the confidence to even step into a type of role like that then. And so really after that retreat and just feeling a little more in tune with myself because I was working also with Reiki practitioners and energy healers. I was starting to be like, "Mm, things are like feeling like a little more aligned. Like it was like every time I was in a session like that, I was like, "Mm, yeah, this is what it feels like to be, you know, to feel like I've landed at home because I just was in so much resonance with this type of work. And I started to understand my body and my energy. And so, yeah, after that retreat and that psychedelic uh, trip, it was literally like three days after I got back from that retreat, I was attuned to Reiki one and two, like literally three days later. And from then it's just, it just changed my life. I mean, doing this work, that trip, everything, like I, I look at pictures from me last year at this time and I was like, I can't even believe that was me. Like I was just so deep in this dark place. And I mean, like my head was fully submerged. I didn't see the light at all. And I really owe where I'm at now to working with my energy and my nervous system and all of it. Because now, now I'm fully grounded in myself, right? The things that I've walked through and been through have been transmuted into a deep love for myself. And that isn't just the nice things. It's looking at both the shadow and the light and looking deeply at both and saying, this is me. And I accept all of it, which allows me to accept anybody else. Because now my life is my art. My life is my creation. And my life is my practice because I've gotten myself here through being a living, walking, breathing embodiment of this work. And I finally stepped out of victimhood and into being a creator and out of survival into creation. So that's how I got here. If y'all could see me right now, I am smiling so big with tears in my eyes and well as full body chills. Like, I just can't even express as someone that has seen you show up on social media, but also with our probably, you know, twice yearly podcast recordings (laughs) to not only see the physical changes that have come through these times, And to also see the energetic shift and just feel that through the way you speak and the way you show up and the gold that you were just channeling and sharing right there, like, holy hell, (laughs) like, you are testament to what this type of healing and work and just commitment to self can really like show and create and do. And I think what I really admire most about your work is that you do combine so many facets of it. You are not just, I mean, you know, and there are people that do this, right? They're just for the energy or they're just for this, or they're just like this. And so many times we find ourselves going down like one route of healing when in reality, it's like this fusion of them that creates such magnificent results. And you, you do the nervous system healing and you do the energetics and you care for your body and like the natural ways of sleep and eat and hydration and all of it. And so I'm just like 
so blown away by you and inspired and just so fucking excited to dive into this all. So thank you for sharing that. <laughs> oh, I'm getting so emotional. I, I mean, it's been, when I think about me last year, it makes me so fucking emotional because she was hurting. And the problem was, is that for so long, I didn't even want to fucking admit that I was hurting. I just wanted to put on the brave face and show that I'm fine. I have everything figured out. I was so convinced I needed to show up as this masked avatar character person to show up on social media like I have my shit figured out. And then one day I was like, for who? For what? If I'm not being real and honest with myself, I'm not going to get anywhere besides being here in victimhood. And so it, it took a lot, but I'm so happy that I found this work. I found myself through the work and like it just just crazy, honestly. We've been talking about this work and I want to hear, I guess, just your perspective, right? Because there's probably so many iterations. There's so many ways that someone could describe and talk about what it means to do energy work, energy healing, Reiki, right? There's even just so many ways to describe it. So for you and your personal practice and what it means to you on this journey, like, can you explain for somebody that might be new to it, like, what is energy healing or energy work or even just like Reiki in itself? And whether that's in the technical sense or just what it personally means to you, I think like let's lay that groundwork. And then I want to like dive into how this is applicable to more people in both like large and more small scale ways. Yes, I love it. I'm here for it. So let's let's kind of just go into what energy healing is like on a practical level, and then I'll kind of share how I look at it. So energy, like an energy healer is someone who works with energy, right? It's someone who knows and understands how to move energy to recharge and realign and rebalance the subtle bodies, bringing harmony and wholeness to all of our systems. And so an energy healer is someone who is sensitized and knows how to work with the subtle energetics and can conduct and detect energy flow. And so like, that's just like the nitty gritty of what an energy healer is. Um, to me personally, what energy healing is, is a map to your own internal landscape. Instead of me, you coming to me and saying like, here's where your problems lie, let me fix it. It's actually, I'll walk you up to the edge of the, the forest that is your internal landscape and say, we're, we're going to find our way through this, but you will find your way through. And I'm just here to hold your hand and help guide you through what we may bump up against so that on the other side of this deep contraction is expansion for you, is coming home to yourself like never before, is understanding your body's language, your unique nervous system, and to familiarize yourself and expand your own energy. And so what I do and what I think energy healing is, is helping people to remove and dissolve blocks that are in the way of them living their most successful, abundant, joyful, authentic life. I love that. And I want to ask something. So you mentioned this before, and then you mentioned it just now in that description, but the coming home piece. What does that mean to you and or if you're working with somebody in session? Is it just like coming home to body, to soul? Like, I guess what what could people think of that as? All of it. Coming home to body, mind, soul, spirit and feeling what that feels like for you. Because as I spoke to before, it's like when I was in high school and most of my life, I felt this internal disconnect. And I think we all can feel that disconnect when things don't feel 
like aligned. We feel tired. We feel frustrated, right? There's so many things we feel. And so it's like, when you get to come home to yourself, it's you, it's this feeling of like, "Mm, I've landed in what it feels like to actually be me, to not have this need to belong because I just inherently belong to myself. Mm. So that's kind of how it feels to come home to yourself. I'm just imagining like the most idealistic physical coming home, right? Of like, I go home and it's my family's like, I am imagining like that physical coming home, but feeling that experience wrapped up in like one bundle of like within me, that's, that's magic right there. (laughs) Creating a home within yourself, like a place that feels cozy. Like when you would, when you go home, it's like, it's cozy, it's safe, it's friendly, creating that inside yourself. Now, when you mentioned the blocks, and I'm assuming those are, you know, types of things that would keep us from feeling that at-homeness within ourselves, would blocks be considered like trapped emotions, trapped energy, um, maybe like programming, mental constructs we've been like given over the years? What could be like blocks that people have are experiencing in their bodies? Yeah, it's all of that. I mean, really, a block is really just a limiting belief. It's the pain, it's the shame, it's the programming, it's the trauma, it's the things that you're telling yourself because of the trauma you've experienced. So it's really all of that. So I mean, a block could be anything. It could The block could be, I'm not good enough. It could be like, I don't feel like I'm worthy. It could be, I don't feel, whatever it is, it's anything, any of those limiting beliefs, that's the block. Because at some point in your life, you created this belief that you weren't good enough, that you weren't worthy, that you weren't valuable. And so like, that's what holds people back from so much in life because they have all these little beliefs that they created that aren't really serving them, but did serve them at the time that it was created. Valid. Okay. Let's talk a bit about how, because a big part of your work and what you were just sharing as well is helping people be there for themselves, right? And like teaching people, You don't need to be relying on all these external things and constantly seeking. You can find this within yourself. You can do this for yourself. You can be your own medicine as you have on your IG bio. And I love that. (laughs) But I want to discuss it because I don't know. I think like I personally have seen my own evolution from I'm no longer seeking others to fix or necessarily help me. I might seek external guidance, mentorship you know, inspiration to help me figure it out for me. But there are so many people in my life right now, specifically that I just am watching them like bounce from one thing to the next. And I, I see that and I've been there and I feel for them. And I just so badly want to find that way to like, let them know the message of like, you can be your own medicine, you can be your own healer. It might take some time and practice, but like you can get there. And so I guess, how do you Like, what are some ways you might work with somebody to do that? Or what are some ways that people could show up and be there for themselves, like on the daily or in these more micro ways, uh, you know, and then alongside if they want to do like a larger journey or a larger Reiki session, they can too. But how can we incorporate this more into the day-to-day life? I love it. I love it. So you become your own healer first by giving yourself permission to embrace your humanity. And so what do I mean by that? I mean, create a fierce dialogue with yourself, with your body and with your intuition, right? Stepping into a witness consciousness where you're not so attached to every thought and feeling that comes up. And so this can look like it's when you start feeling some type of way, maybe you're feeling some activation in your body and you stop and you say, okay, where do I feel this in my body? Where is it presenting? 
okay, now I feel that it's like in my heart space. Okay, what does that feel like? Can I name it an emotion? Do I sense heat? Or maybe it's a coolness or numbness. Maybe it feels empty. And we're just noticing without judging it or making it wrong because it's all just information. Once we realize our body speaks to us through feelings and emotions and sensations, you get to learn your body's language. So if you want to be your own healer, take the time to sit in stillness and listen to your body because all of our bodies are speaking to us every single day in every single way. Are you going to listen? That's not easy. It's not easy, but and it does take practice, right? And so another way is just evaluating when you get triggered. And where do you feel like you're not in choice, but in reaction? Like you feel like you have no choice in how you respond. You just react because you're so, there's such an emotional charge that you can't help but react, right? It's all noticing all these little things. Our freedom lies and our higher self lies in that space between that trigger happening and our response, right? Between the trigger and how you respond, not how you react. And so it's learning to sit there and why am I being, why is this triggering me? And just really learning what's going on beneath the surface of your own body. We can learn so much about ourselves by tapping into the wisdom of our bodies and learning from our emotions because our emotions are just teachers. They're just carrying wisdom. If we're willing to listen with our spiritual ear, because with all the spiritual talk out there, it can get confusing. And sometimes we bypass our really very real emotions in the name of like remaining positive because you have to think positive and you have to stay on this like high vibrational track. Okay, well, why? It, while it's important to stay positive, my definition of being positive is feeling it all, is being authentic and honest with yourself about how you're feeling. That's the most positive thing you can do in your life because sometimes you need permission from yourself to like feel some of these harder emotions so that you can just ride them out like the wave they are. And so the reason I also have in my bio, you are the medicine you need. And I actually really wanna speak quickly to the way Reiki really works because I think there's a huge misconception. And I think it's the difference between a mediocre practitioner and a proficient practitioner because a mediocre practitioner will claim ownership over someone else's healing that means they don't even know how reiki really works because you can't they say like i removed these blocks or like i did this and in reiki there's no doing there's no ego involved reiki supports that the person who's receiving is taking charge of their own process it's acknowledging that the one receiving the treatment holds the power to heal because by its very nature reiki gives the power and control for healing to the person receiving where it rightly belongs Right, so let me explain. When a person comes to a session and the treatment begins, the practitioner is only the compassionate and loving channel for the universal energy to flow through them into the recipient's human energy field. And when it gets there, the energy is transmuted into a form that's usable at a cellular level. And the beautiful thing is, is that your body knows where to put that energy and it knows what's highest priority for you. The body's inner intelligence orchestrates the entire session in accordance with the universal energy flow. So Reiki empowers the receiver to do the healing that needs to be done on all levels of healing. But I do think, as I spoke to before, it's empowering people to check in with themselves, to create that fierce dialogue with themselves. That's the answer to becoming your own medicine. 
But I also do think that once in a while, we do have to recruit a few teammates every now and again, and that doesn't make you weak, makes you expansive, right? We're coming out of a time of massive suppression of our emotions and into a time of, it's okay to feel your feelings. That's new territory for us, right? The problem is so many of us in childhood were met with, don't cry, don't be angry. And we were shut down from feeling our feelings that we don't really know how to. So, so many of us are used to shoving things down, like putting in a little pocket inside of us or a little box, suppressing, denying, avoiding, and inhibiting our emotions. And so sometimes we have to go out and find the people and the practices that can teach us how to come back to ourselves, how to feel through these things. And once we can do that, then we can really be our own medicine, guide, healer, whatever you want to call it. It just depends where you're at in life. I've never heard someone walk through the process of Reiki in that way. And I am just having so many, many revelations right now listening to you speak that I'm losing my focus. And that makes so much sense. Even in my own experience, I've been listening to myself for a while, but just because I was listening doesn't mean that I was actually making any change in how I was responding and reacting to things coming up. I would hear, you know, the way my body was talking to me, but still go to the coping mechanisms and the distractions and all of these like nitty gritty ingrained habits and cycles that I'd been in for so long. I do think it's been finding trusted facilitators, whether it's breathwork journeys, medicine journeys, Reiki sessions over the past, I'd say year now, that finding those types of sessions to just help me like get my foot over the ledge so that I could then like take the next step for myself, which is the season I'm in now, was so crucial and so important. But it is this beautiful dance, right? Of you find those teammates to help you out in the beginning and then you've got to go off on your own. Like that's when like the real change and the shifts and everything can happen. And so that is, I think, something to just really keep in mind to not continuously be, I don't know, almost like stuck in that, needing somebody else to do the healing for you because they can't actually do the healing for you. They're just going to keep facilitating an experience for you until you finally like stand up and take it for yourself. So with that being said, I want to chat a bit because you are right now are offering what it'd be called a Reiki attunement, right? Like you're offering that as a course, like attunement for people to go through. Yes. Oh, thank you for giving me the time and space to talk about it because this feels like my baby right now, this program, because it's really common. Um, Reiki attunements and getting attuned, it's so common to get attuned in a day or a weekend and it's not practical and you don't, it's so common to get attuned in a day or a literal weekend. And it's just, it's, that is not enough time to sit with, integrate practice or become confident. And so, so many practitioners that will like be in my DMs being like, where did you learn this? I don't, I just feel like not confident. I'm just not sure about what I'm doing, all of these things. And it's because we were rushed and then like thrown out to just go be a practitioner. And that's why I created this program because there's shit missing. It's not whole, it's not complete. There's so many practice, and I didn't feel whole or complete after I got attuned. So much of what I've learned has been self-taught. And I was like, what was the point of me paying this person to go just hear her talk about herself? And granted, they were beautiful stories about herself and what she's like gone through. But at the same time, I was like, I paid a, like a decent amount of money to like learn Reiki and we weren't even practicing on each other. And I was, I left feeling 
I mean, great from the attunements and stuff. And that was really powerful, but we just didn't learn a lot. There was so much missing. And so open is a four week Reiki level one and two attunement and certification. And so to me, this isn't another program. To me, this is a shift in consciousness and it's a journey of self transformation and soul expansion. And it's about becoming open. And if you don't know, I, I named the program open. And so for me, first, I'll speak to a little bit about who I think this is for, but really, I think it's for you if you just know some part of you is like you just know that you're meant to be a healer, but you're not sure what that looks like. For me, I had that feeling my whole life and I went to nursing and I was like, oh, that was not the lane for me. That was not the type of healing I wanted to do. And so this is also for you if you just want to take your healing deeper and like reduce your stress and anxiety and come back into alignment. If you do know that maybe you want to be a healer or maybe you just want to learn how to work with energy. I also feel like it's for the person who kind of just feels like they're in a rut and they're disconnected from themselves, source, universe, God, whatever you wanna call it. And you're just not quite sure what your purpose is, but you know you're meant for more. And it's also for you if you're already a wellness professional or a coach or a therapist who just wants to make a bigger impact and reach more people. Or there's just a freaking whisper in your ear or in your heart, and it's telling you to take the next step. And it's calling you to follow your intuition and your full body yes, and maybe that's what this is because if you do this program you don't have to build a business you don't have to become a reiki practitioner you can use it on yourself your friends your family so this isn't for you if you just want to like create a huge business it doesn't have to be about that but it also can and so that's really who it's for in my opinion is the person who's like "Mm, i feel like this is part of my purpose i feel like this is going to really power my mission and who i came here to be and i think for me and what why I named it open and what this really is about is because Reiki is really about creating space in your life, in your mind, in your body, and creating space opens up any of that stagnant or stuck energy in your system, in your physical body, anything like that, so that you can be in the flow. Really, Reiki opens you up to this like possibility of something new and something more. And it opens you up to being okay with constant change and evolution. It opens you up to being here right now in the each now moment, which is the only moment that actually exists. And it opens us up to what it feels like to really heal and come home to ourselves. So this is really, it's more than a course, it's a lifestyle and it's more than a program and it's embodiment because it's all of what I went through and learned. And so the course really is what is included in it is learning Reiki level one, learning Reiki level two, but The biggest thing that I've been hitting on really is that the most beautiful thing about this program, in my opinion, is that you go on your own healing first. We focus on you first, because again, what takes someone from being a mediocre practitioner to a masterful one is their own integration and embodiment. And so we focus on your own healing and growth so that you can become that walking, living, breathing example of the work. And so we do that in many different ways throughout it. There's four um, Reiki and breathwork healing sessions with me that you do on top of the course and program. Really open to me is just, it's full, it's complete. It has so much information because when I learned Reiki, we didn't talk at all. They didn't teach us anything about intuition. And that's a big part of doing Reiki is learning to trust your intuition. They did not speak to it at all. They didn't help us develop it. They didn't 
they really left out so much that I'm like, I don't even know how I even got to where I am, but it was truly all self-taught. And so coming into open is about being open to being cracked open to doing your own healing journey. Because when you can use Reiki and learn to heal yourself, you can confidently do it with others. And so that's what open is about. Damn. I'm so excited to see just how this is for you, but also like any that go through it. And I want to say also from my note is that I did a breathwork certification about a year ago with the intention of like, oh yeah, this will be like an endeavor of mine, you know, like, oh, make it into something. Within a week, I had so much shit coming to the surface. I was like, bitch, I needed this for my healing. <laughs> like I, and still to this day, I haven't did, I haven't done anything to make it into more beyond just the massive shifts in healing it provided for me myself. And it was the catalyst for so much in my life. So even as you know, you were walking through that, I was thinking to myself, like, this is perfect for even someone that just wants that next level of healing for themselves. Like, this is something that you learn it. You got it for life. <laughs> like you show up, you do the work and you integrate. I don't know. Just imagine having that sort of like magical healing capability within yourself for yourself for life to come. Pretty great. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, it's so what's so beautiful is that we all have the capacity to heal, right? It's just the initiation that allows us to consistently channel and tap into that because when we get that attunement, an attunement is a spiritual blessing and like a clearing process for anybody who doesn't know. So when you get attuned, it clears. It is like fast tracking your healing because it clears every single chakra. So after you do Reiki one and two, or you get attuned to Reiki one and two, there's 21 days. That's purely a detox period after your attunement, because it's like every three days or something, it's going through another chakra, just clearing it out. And so that's why we can be that channel, that clear channel to um, you know, be the conduct for that energy to flow through. And so that's why I think is so cool about Reiki is that, like you said, you have it for life. I guess I just saw attunement men attuning to the energy. I never thought of it that way, like clearing so that you actually can be attuned to the energy and actually can have it like flow through the chakra system. So and the 21 is detox is no joke. It, it was such a physical experience for me and so much was coming up like it was like a mental purge it was a physical body purge like it was the heaviest period i ever had in my life like blood clots just heavy bleeding during that time and i've never had that before Be only then still to this day during that attunement time it was that heavy and so it's such i don't even have words to describe it wow interesting so where can they learn more connect Yes. So everything's connected to my Instagram, Instagram, Instagram account um, at it's underscore Nicolette Marie. And then if you don't go on Instagram, you can go to my website, which is just NicoletteMarieHealth.com. And there is a whole landing page about open. There's so much information. And then if you're wanting to do it, you kind of just send me a DM and I'll send you a deposit link. And then we'll talk about payment plans and all that kind of nitty gritty detail stuff. And then if you're wanting to work with me, same thing, go to my Instagram website and there's a whole work with me. If you want to do a one-to-one -one session or packages, it's all on my website. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you.